0: okay welcome to rated x pod i'm dan curtis thompson
1: i'm courtney gilmore
0: and welcome to season two this is season two of uh rated x i'm very excited to yes. be back um after like you know three weeks of not doing it's been it been a minute publicly Publicly. Everyone
1: <laughs> everyone missed us, and we missed doing this. And so yeah. we're back. We're better than ever. We got plans. We got treats. Mm-hmm. We got more people on our Patreon. Thank you for subscribing. If uh, if you haven't already, uh, check us out on patreon.com slash ratedxpod.
0: That's right. And, yeah. um, and, uh, and if this is your first time listening, uh, just a quick update uh, or refresher. Uh, this is a podcast about two real-life exes. That's Courtney and I. Uh, who will rate and review fictional relationships yes we so, say uh, that
1: we're not we're not experts but we got a lot of exes.
0: oh yeah i forgot <laughs> that we that? used to say that yeah that's, Throwing a, it back. that's a throwback yeah <laughs> um I'm, I'm very excited about this season we got a r- lot of really great couples coming up this mm. one is not one of them but uh <laughs> i guess that was the rating have a good one thanks for listening wait see you next yeah see you next week
1: Dan is coming, uh, on, coming in hot on this episode and we'll get into that in a second but, but first before we uh, get into uh, this week's couple um, make sure to uh, follow us on our socials on Instagram at RatedXPod, uh, as well as the patreon as I just mentioned to make sure that you fo- get our co- daily content we're always posting new stuff and teasers clips and bonus content nudes. on our patreon so uh, yeah <laughs> so, head over there and make sure and also if you don't mind if you're listening on Apple Podcasts if you don't mind dropping us a rate and review that mm. would be very helpful for us if you can get on there and give us some a couple of stars
0: yeah uh, and also a uh, uh, special announcement is this month is February, mm. uh, February of 2021 we have a special Patreon deal don't we
1: yes we do uh, it, was a,
0: it was it was a kind of a Valentine's Day deal uh, mm-hmm. Now that that's gone past, we're uh, going to keep it open for all of February. We're going to allow everyone. We have uh, a few different tiers on our Patreon, uh, starting at two dollars, then uh, five. What's the next one? Two dollars.
1: Uh, I believe uh, five dollars. Two dollars, five dollars, and, and eight dollars. Eight dollars even. Yeah. Eight dollars. sorry. Got a good deal all I around. Should probably
0: do some <laughs> Check research. out. Every- yeah. But I should have- check out this Patreon. Sounds great. <laughs> it Sounds
1: good. <laughs> but yeah, we have d- uh, three different tier uh, membership tiers. And they all have varying benefits that are really exciting. We really want to put, uh, we're putting extra effort into this Patreon. It's not just, it's not your grandma's Patreon. We've no. got bonus content that is really, uh, we find we want to make sure that we're delivering good quality. So you have early access to episodes. You have behind the scenes clips and bonus episodes for recording extra mm-hmm. episodes, relationship oriented stuff. We we got a bunch on there already. But this yeah. month, for all of February, the rest of the month, you can get all of it for $2. All of $2. it at the lowest tier. Including the three-part series we just put out uh, called Couple Confessionals. And um mm. it's a new series we're doing, and we posted our own story, our personal breakup story, our relationship details, all the juicy stuff is yeah. on there and right it's now.
0: Juicy. It is. It, we still, it is, it really is juicy.
1: We yeah, we put it out on the table. And and it's there for you to listen, so check that out for two dollars right now on Patreon. Yeah,
0: that's right. Uh, so I guess uh, fuck. I don't want to get into this couple, but
1: you're mad. You're mad. I am mad. <laughs> I, I've
0: always hated this couple. Obviously, this is uh, about Edward and Bella. I'm sure you know that based on the title of this episode, but uh, from Twilight. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, as always, we we gotta say that this will, of course, contain spoilers uh, mm-hmm. for the Twilight series. Um, and also this is going to be based on the movies, not the books. Cause, uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I, I'm willing to, you know, put in, you know, 10 whatever hours for this podcast to watch those shitty movies, yeah. but hell no, am I going to read those four books?
1: No, we're not. I think we're not going to read books for this i mean maybe we might make some exceptions at a later time like so you never know some classic romance books but not we're not gonna read twilight we're not gonna no. mostly read books
0: we're taking, i wouldn't we're mind if we too. did like harry potter and Ginny. Yeah,
1: yeah sure sure um no yeah we can do book characters and stuff but i mean i think for twilight saga that was a lot to get through Hell just through no, film oh my,
0: goodness. <laughs> oh my god it was, it was hard to get through one of the films
1: <laughs> so um, so the funny thing is, I watched this whole saga. I watched the five-part movie you series. You did it on your own. I did it. I did it before we. I did it in March, the beginning of the pandemic, before we started this podcast. So for no reason, other than voluntarily, you like bad movies. I love bad movies, and I didn't know... I had never seen this one before, so I watched it, and you, though... So it's been a minute, and I do... You're going to probably refresh me on some details, but I do remember it, because it was semi-recent for me, but you are fresh off the binge. Oh, yeah, so
0: fresh off the vampire boat, and it is... (laughs) uh, Like, I I watched the last one last night, Going to Sleep, and Mm -hmm. I had dreams about it, and I was like, this... I've gone too far for this podcast, Oh, yeah, I had the, dreams about uh, this hundred year old man being in my room watching me sleep. The, and then I was like, are, wait he's these, actually there.
1: These are the lengths that we're going to for this podcast as we're infiltrating our subconscious minds oh, with the oh, content. So
0: kill me, kill me now.
1: So what do we so what are we saying? What do we think? Edward and Bella? We go through well, quite, quite um, you know, relationship evolution from beginning to end with these two. Do we, though? Well, no. I mean, I just in terms of uh, like she starts out as a human.
0: Um, oh, okay. Sh- well, yeah. And like, like the, they, go guess, through, they go through they go form a of evolution, sure. But like. No, not their, uh, not
1: necessarily their relate. I mean, just physically, like physically, in the sense of yes, like she, go, like they go through a lot of steps and milestones in the relationship, but the dynamic between them, I don't know how much progress they make emotionally. <laughs>
0: I don't think they do. Okay, there's, to me, there's, there's two parts to their relationship. There's okay. the part where uh, Edward is a, a dick to Bella. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he doesn't want to hurt her. Uh, this and is at the beginning. The part, and also in, in New Moon, like uh, when he like breaks up with her, because he's like, uh, uh, yeah. uh, I can't be with you, because remember, I, I threw you across the room and caused you to bleed a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I got to break up with you because of that. <laughs> <That's>...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, most hon-
0: of- he's like hon- honestly, you letting me throw you across the room, no, it's too far. That's, that's not a red cool. flag for not me. Not
1: cool, man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm my own red flag.
0: <laughs> he, he is a walking red flag. Okay. Oh, God. There's so much to unpack here. Uh, but also, it doesn't feel like there's a lot to unpack here because I just watched five fucking movies where nothing happens. And the things that do happen don't matter and just happen for no reason.
1: Well, okay. That's true. Yeah. Like, there's, plot-wise. like,
0: wars and, and like... <laughs> uh rivalries for uh, centuries that like don't matter and all happen because of one boring ass bitch (laughs) who why does anyone care about her why are people's lives being endangered because of her nobody she's not worth it and also oh, okay let's let's start at the beginning okay but let's i'm getting talk, i'm getting way too ahead you're of myself. getting
1: worked up but that's it's okay i get it but okay let's not we're not going to sequentially go through the plot lines of every single movie cuz no of one no one wants us to do that no one asked for that and good no one asked for
0: that and no. of course they wouldn't ask for that no. even if that if they like twilight because they, i think even fans of twilight are like yeah but the plot sucks
1: okay how however Let's start where they first, because I mean, there's something, the thing that we are meant to think is the most appealing aspects of Edward and Bella, I think are, there's like this mystique between them that starts with, first of all, my favorite, by favorite, I'm using that term very loosely, but I found the funniest part for me and in, most interesting, because I think that, like, teens and younger people would probably have been brought in by this kind of allure. But when they first meet, there's that whole, like, brooding, like, the mystery of, like, who is that guy? Who is, who is that yeah, girl? Sure. They peer into each other's souls and the way he looks at her and stuff. And there's danger. What, when like, she he's goes- going to
0: shit his pants?
1: Like, yeah, when she... Her first day of high school, essentially, is what I'm talking about. Like, the first day that she goes yeah, to the school. Yeah, and she walks
0: into science class and he's there and he looks like he just fully diarrheaed his underwear
1: <laughs> no it's love that was love that's what love at first sight it feels like diarrhea
0: diarrhea at first sight
1: yeah yeah, yeah. And and people love this idea that you can meet some like that's their idea of like an instant connection is like a dangerous looking person who Mm -hmm. sees you and and is affected by you. But he's misunderstood. But and also you
0: know people like the whole like uh, idea of like uh uh, you know across the crowded room they saw each other and they knew I'm gonna marry that girl one day. You know like the that whole yes yes
1: totally. and, and
0: romanticized version of uh, of a meat cute.
1: And listen, I I think yeah, it's totally. But their meat isn't cute. No, it's not cute. And and I've just to elaborate a little bit on that part, like of love at first sight. I, I mean, I think that can happen. Not love. Not like. I think you can have, chemistry is very, chemistry is very potent and I think you can Mm -hmm. intuitively, I think there are examples of people who intuitively are like, yeah, I can feel a connection with that person. But the way that we've spun that in Hollywood is making it look like it's this really like,
0: um, only, only kind of love.
1: It's the only kind of love it's the most worthy kind of love like the kind to aspire to, and it comes in the form of like seeing some d- mysterious dangerous looking guy and just like mm. looking and having that that exchange of looks, which I don't think is what's I don't think that's the same thing, <laughs> especially no. in this in this case uh
0: so yeah uh, the this I feel like um Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna say I think that uh, this relationship is obviously quite abusive. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. So, that being said, I guess I would like to just say like a little content warning, trigger warning that we are gonna be talking about abusive relationships in this episode, uh, because the very first time they that uh, Edward sees Bella, mm-hmm. he diarizes. <laughs> the then he's le- then the next time uh, is. He's, like, at the office being, like, I'd like to change biology class or whatever, or whatever class it was, science. And uh, and the uh, secretary is, like, I'm sorry, you can't do that. And uh, he's, like, fine, whatever. And he, like, is, like, gives Bella, like, this shitty look. And then the next time, then he just, like, goes away for a little bit. And the next time they see each other, uh, he's there in uh, in science class again. But this time he's different because his eyes are gold. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's, like, nice to her, but also, like, still kind of, like, a, a dick in his own way. Like, even when he's nice to her, he's a dick to her. Like, uh, mm-hmm. uh they're, they're, like, trying to figure out, like, mitosis uh, in the microscope together. And she's, like, uh, checking for, like, some kind of a scientific thing. She's uh, looking through the microscope, and she's like, oh, it's this. And he's like, okay, let me see. And he, like, looks, and he's like, yeah, it's that. And she's like, yeah, I, I just said that. And I'm like, <laughs> is this... Is this supposed to be romantic? And and he's just like kind of like smirking at her. I'm like, dude, you're just like being a like a a shitty dude to this girl who's like, it's the same thing as like uh, being in like a business meeting and like a woman's like, well, you know, I was thinking like, uh, if we want to get our quarterly numbers up, we got to do blah 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 blah. And like some other guys like, um, you know what I think? I think to get our quarterly numbers up, we got to do blah 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 blah. And they're like, great job, Johnson. You did it again. Like it feels like a lesser high school version of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not romantic. That's just sexist.
1: I know, but it's supposed to be hot because he's hot, and and
0: because he has golden eyes now,
1: and he has golden eyes now, and and we and because and part of that mysterious allure is the fact that he's kind of a dick, which girls lo- girl. I mean, not all girls, but like it's we're the supposed whole, like, to. Bad boy idea. Yeah, yeah, it's the bad boy idea. And I remember, and he totally uh, gaslights her. My uh, my well, that jaw. Was,
0: that was what I was about to say. Yeah, my jaw dropped the, at the, the scene next... where
1: the van the next scene? scene they
0: have yeah so like yeah. he he uh, he blocks the van from like killing her and then like yeah. the next scene is like carlisle that uh, his dad being like oh yeah no it looks like you're totally fine and she's like yeah but like he's i don't understand he was way over there and then just suddenly he was here and he's like and Carlisle's like oh yeah mm-hmm. i don't know maybe mm-hmm. he was close, i don't know and then uh she like goes and confronts edward and she's like you were way over there how did that happen and he's like you must be imagining that yep like yep <laughs> that's like their third conversation, and he's like yep. hardcore gaslighting her. And then she calls him on it, and she's like, "No, that's uh, that's not what happened." And he goes, mm. "Well, no one's gonna believe you."
1: Yep, yep. He literally says that,
0: and I'm like, "Holy shit!" So immediately, uh, mm-hmm. and for people that maybe don't know that this new kind of buzzword term gaslighting, it's not mm-hmm. new, it's like actually a very old term, but, uh, it's having a, like a nice, it's getting a nice little revival. Um, mm-hmm. so it, it, comes from the, uh, a play back, I think in the thirties or something like that. I think it might even be called like the Gaslight or something like that. Uh, I, I don't remember, but, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, a uh, it's about an abusive relationship and, uh, this uh, guy who uh, uh, it t- basically tells his his wife that she doesn't know what uh, she's talking about and convinces her that she's going crazy. And it all is uh, has to do with, like, uh, how the the gas lights in their house are. I, I don't know. There's something about gas. Look, I did research <laughs> it, but now I've forgotten it. It's Point okay. Point uh, it's yeah. a play that has gas lights in it, and it's about convincing somebody that they're kind of crazy based on, a truth that they know that uh, they're being now denied to. Yeah. You deflect
1: um, the truth and you spin it and you put it on them and make it seem like they're going crazy for being convinced of something that you both know is true or that you're yes. in denial about, but you've and decided it, to make the other person the perpetrator.
0: Yeah. And it is a very like, um, textbook example of an abusive, uh, unemotionally mm-hmm. abusive tactic. Uh, I've and it's, been and it gaslit can be, before, and it's yeah. it it really can throw you for a loop.
1: Yes, it it really can, cause because it can be so subtle, so mm, subtle. And so I think subtle. I think a lot of people, I mean, um, who do it. Uh, some people may be actively doing it because they know they have the control to do it, but I think a lot I of think people, some people who don't, do it don't
0: without even realizing without it.
1: knowing that they're doing it. And listen, I've been in I've been in uh, that kind of a dy- dynamic where if I now that I'm more aware of it, when I see it happening, I jump on it and I make mm-hmm. sure. And I if I can even detect subtle gaslighting, like someone is is trying to make me feel crazy. I will call it out right then and there, and I will be like, "No, we're gonna go back." Because a, a lot of the time, people who do this will try and change the subject very quickly, and I don't mm-hmm. want i do not want that happen. I say, "No, nope, no, 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 we're rewind, rewind. We're going back to this. Don't let—I'm not letting this slide. I know that you said this. I remember it, and my amazingly sharp memory always comes mm-hmm. in handy. And I okay. say, I, "I know that this happened, so you can't tell me that this didn't happen because I yeah. know it did." And I want you to tell me out loud that you think I'm lying when I said that when I'm you know saying that you you said this, and and luckily in my situation, um that person kind of relents, um Mm -hmm. but other people who don't know what it is on both sides it's very it's very easy to succumb to Mm -hmm. that type of mental abuse and just actually think that you're going crazy and that you're the you know you're the crazy one.
0: Right. Now, uh, I, I would like to add to that, that um, I, I know that's what you think happened to <sighs> okay. you, yeah. but um, mm. I, I think there are a few external circumstances that made you, you know, kind of perceived in a different way Uh, which is which is okay uh it's just you know you're just a fucking a dumb dumb oh wow that is so (laughs) just a fucking dumb dumb this is
1: how i know that you're bad at gaslighting is because you
0: (laughs) i don't know how to you don't
1: know how to and you're making it so overt by like calling me trying to call me a name Um, yeah that's
0: true Uh, you know what i i'm not uh, I, I I think when you call out toxicity in relationships and other people, you got to call it out in yourself. And I I think I have in fact gaslit people, in the past. Yeah, uh, I mean, and we've I all don't done... think I, I've I don't think I've ever done that maliciously. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, I I think that there have been you know times when and like the reason I say I I haven't done it maliciously is because I think we even talked about this on our uh, one of our. Uh, Patreon episodes about how you have, like, a very sharp memory, and I don't, mm-hmm. I think that yep. sometimes I have accidentally gaslit people because I'm like, no, that's not what happened, because uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember it, <laughs> and they're like, right? yeah, it's because you don't remember it.
1: Just because you don't remember doesn't mean that it didn't happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, like, and again, this is, like, when I was a lot younger, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's not cool, I I really shouldn't, I shouldn't even be laughing about it, but um, I think that maybe... I don't know. Maybe these people wouldn't even say that I've I I gaslit them, but uh, I like to. I, one thing about me is I like to take blame for absolutely everything uh, ever. <laughs> uh, just
1: in case, just to cover your bases.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that is very true. After any, every single breakup I've ever gone through, I'm like, well, I mean, like literally every single part of the relationship was my fault. And, yeah. Uh,
1: Which is also not healthy to do. No. But, no, no, but I no, understand, no, no. I understand why you, because you want your, you want I to like take to, accountability. I really like to take
0: accountability for yeah. my actions. And I, uh, I do know historically I take that too far. Uh, yeah which is bad for more mostly myself but uh
1: but they think that people who regularly like I know someone who regularly uses gaslighting as a tactic and they, they don't know that they're doing it but mm-hmm. the thing that the thing about it is that it's um' It's a way to control a narrative when you feel like you are out of control. And when you have historically in your, in your childhood, when you have felt like you didn't have control of the narrative or how you've been perceived, you, are so, you want to remove yourself so far from the image of being a bad person that you mm-hmm. will spin the truth. Uh, so far out that you have to pin the blame on another person as long as it's not you because you're so scared of what it would mean if it if you were quote unquote bad when really you're not bad you're just taking responsibility for bad behavior it's not the same thing but some people who haven't learned that are just so scared of what it would mean if they were wrong because mm. they think if I'm wrong, I must be stupid. If I'm wrong, I must be disrespected. And I would rather have the other person feel like shit than me have to own that. So yeah, they gaslight. I, I that,
0: uh, and I think that, as I was saying, like, I think it's important to call out your own toxicity that you've had mm-hmm. in the past. Uh, and I think the word toxic uh, mm-hmm. or even abusive mm-hmm. can be uh, such a, a, a scary word to think of with yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that can even lead to more gaslighting, like if you, because, because people, uh, because you're so right. People want to take power back and, uh, control. So if they think of themselves as doing something that's toxic or doing something that might be a b- bit abusive,
1: mm-hmm. uh, it's
0: easy to take those terms of, uh, something that you have done and turn it into a, uh, identity, you know, yes. I, instead of saying I did something toxic, I did something abusive. It is, I am toxic. I am abusive, yes. and those are scary things to mm-hmm. say about say. yourself. So then you're like, uh, "Well, no, no, I know, I know, I'm a good person. I know I'm better. I, I, I do good things. Therefore, uh, no, you're obviously you're wrong about that. You're, you, you are uh, perceiving it wrong. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't think that's a malicious thing, but it. And, and in in the same way, I gotta I, if we're gonna be giving people the benefit of the doubt with gaslighting. In this way, I guess I got to give Edward Cullen the benefit of the doubt. I mean, fuck that guy anyway, but uh, there's a few there's a few other things I'm going to talk about, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. Uh, his whole gaslighting, I guess, was not maliciously trying to uh, emotionally ab- uh, abuse Bella. It was trying to protect his family mm-hmm. and feeling like... I guess, caught in uh, something that he's supposed to be keeping uh, a secret for, like, uh, you know, centuries-old war and stuff. So, (laughs) I guess, but he did it in a (laughs) shitty way.
1: Yeah, but also, yeah, that's very true but also let's talk about then edward's protection of bella and how how it starts so early this idea that he needs to protect her from things and i think the whole narrative of the vampire the whole vampire thing makes it really easy to squeeze in this trope in a way that seems very harmless in other words because he comes from a vampire family and that's dangerous because she's not one it's really Mm -hmm. easy for to make edward be this guy who's a good guy because he's looking out for her but if you really mirror that to actual human relationships, I would be so freaked out by some by meeting some like really intense dude who's just constantly trying to control his presence in my life and wanting to protect me from everything. Like that's not a very good message to send. Mostly
0: teenagers.
1: Yeah, to wait. Like it makes people feel, young girls feel like they need to look for someone who's going to protect them, which I think is Mm -hmm. so gross. And I think it's something we're not fully past yet like i oh my god oh my god okay so this reminds me of modern like even now i don't think we're fully past this there are some really traditional things we look for in dating that i think are so antiquated and gross to me and my personal i think i'm very lucky in this way that my parental model of a relationship was very egalitarian and feminist um yeah you had a
0: very good uh, yeah that way yeah so
1: no one was like trying to like control or protect anyone from anything really and so i guess maybe that's a little bit foreign to me as something to look for but like I, okay so i watched the bachelor so sue me i, I watched the bachelor okay i have for all wow. seasons and um i know and um and i just like i love I hate watching it and i love trash but um one thing that I notice that girls are constantly saying they look for in a guy and complimenting guys on is how they feel safe and protected by that by men. Like, oh, I just love him because he makes me feel so protected and safe. And that always confuses me because I'm yeah. like, from what? Like, what do you mean? What is he protecting you from? What do people mean? I'm honestly asking, what do people mean when they say that?
0: I don't all I mean, I don't know what people mean when they say,
1: protected protected. i guess i kind of like
0: i totally understand safe i mean like because how many shitty, shitty people are out there (laughs) yeah
1: okay yeah uh, don't
0: make you feel safe especially especially as a woman i mean obviously uh, i can't really talk from experience about this but you know like historically there have been a lot of shitty dudes who take advantage of women and uh and if you're like not doing that maybe they're gonna feel safe with you and that's a nice thing is fucked it's fucked up that they feel safe with you because they should feel safe with everyone
1: (laughs) yeah but But, i mean it's like a physiological response i feel like when women you know to to seek you know to seek a man who protects them from the elements i don't think I'm, that's yeah. that's not lost on me i understand where it comes from i just think it's kind of strange that we still
0: it is, it is a little strange it's it's, it's something uh, that we, we
1: put on a dating profile still like i want some guy to make me feel even if it's what you're talking about which i do believe yes like because women have been so uh historically um damaged and hurt by by men um who have been conditioned to treat women Poorly, mm-hmm. um, it's still it's still like so funny that it's like a romantic thing though that we're like, yeah. uh, you make me feel like I'm not gonna be murdered. Mm-hmm. That's so hot. Well, like that's so hot that you're not gonna murder me. Like that's mm-hmm. well, so crazy that it's so it, conflated with romance.
0: Well, yeah, but it it kind of makes sense a little bit to me in the same way that like uh, this is this is kind of fucked up, but like a lot of our like kinks come from. Uh, like societal
1: yes that's true
0: shittiness right so like (laughs) uh, like some people have rape fantasies yeah do those people want to be raped no I can't imagine so Uh, whoever whoever would but at the same time uh, that's a real thing that some people have yeah Uh, and why why would you ever have that Fantasy. Well, because uh, it's what what's hot about it is that it's essentially, I guess, taboo. uh, Because it's you've been told and like society has been saying like that ship's fucked up. And you're like, yeah, it's fucked up. You know, like on some like weird lizard brain part of you, you're like, "Mm, I I would never want that to happen. How hot would it be if it happened? Of course, you don't want that in real life. In the same way that I think that uh, this kind of plays into, like, uh, oh, yeah, I want someone to protect me. I want to be a damsel in distress. I want yeah. someone to, like, save me. Of course, you don't actually want that. You're a strong, independent person. But also, like, yeah, it is kind of nice. I mean, you know, like, it, it, it's, it's brainwashing. It's and essentially you also,
1: brainwashing. Yeah, true. You also kind of... I don't want to generalize is any of it. that shit
0: problematic that I just Sorry? said? No. Was any of that shit I, I just said problematic?
1: No, I think, and I think we can, uh, you know, we're, we're probably going to get into this pretty in-depth during the Fifty Shades of Grey episode, for sure, oh, further God. about kinks. But, like, yes, a lot of kinks are formed by social conditioning and taboos and things and that tra- are...
0: And traumas and stuff. Yeah,
1: and traumas and stuff. But, okay, but not... Ex- we have to, I have to say this, though. Not exclusively, and I think kink... Of course not exclusively. Kink, kink really gets misrepresented in media by yes. people uh, t- bring that up too much and kind of act like all kink comes from childhood trauma which is absolutely not true um no. but but yes there is some influence by social conditioning and um and it's also though c- to add on to what you said about that it's like not even just for some people it's not even just that you want a guy to make you feel safe from the outside world is this whole bad boy like edward cullen imagery comes in when where you think i want to feel safe around the guy who kind of has potential to hurt me but won't mm. do you know what mm-hmm. i mean like the guy i'm with is kind of Ooh, dangerous yeah. but he would never hurt me so, yeah it's, it's, he's but again
0: that's like a societal yeah. thing in its own way because yes. it's a power structure It's a power dynamic it's a power
1: stru- yeah yeah power di- dynamic like this guy could be really mean to me and really hurt me but he won't mm-hmm. because because he chooses me because he's special which there's a lot of layers to yeah. that i think a lot of them can be dangerous but um well Outside of kink, I just think, in general, we've conditioned girls to think that danger equals safety. And I think that there are some mixed messages there. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, I definitely understand where that comes from. And and it's definitely um, uh, something we see in Twilight, where it's like this dangerous guy is like the kind of guy you should want, even though his version of mystery and danger involves a lot of mental abuse tactics. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> there's also other, like, fucked up shit. Let's talk about power dynamics, because this is one okay. thing that I think... Uh, really doesn't get talked about a lot in Twilight. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like, is like, oh, you know, like, he's hot, she's hot, it's cool. Mm-hmm. He's a 100. <laughs> he's 100, I think, and, like, 10 so years old or hot. something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 31. If I dated a 19-year-old, how gross would that be? Yeah, pretty gross. Exactly. Now, imagine... That nineteen-year-old was fourteen, and I was actually one hundred. That's what this movie is. <laughs> That's what this movie is. It's gross, and there's even like a, a, a scene at the beginning of ah oh fuck. One of them is a new moon or a clip. I don't know what it was, but there's uh it start near the beginning. There's like a scene where like. He's like, you know, he actually says a few times, I'm too old for you, (laughs) which, yeah, dude, Mm -hmm. you know that. What are you doing? Uh, And then uh, she but there's like one scene where like uh, they're like just like laughing about like how he's like uh, he's like, you know, I'm I'm 110 years old. And she's like, yeah, I guess that'd be like a little too old. And He's like, yeah. (laughs) And I think it's supposed to be like cute and funny, but like, (laughs) no, that's just a good point. Break up. And yeah, but go to jail, you fucking pedo.
1: But, yeah, okay, but does he, when they age, though, like, in numbers, like, they're 100, but they, they don't, he doesn't seem to age in, like, it, the aging process seems different. Like, he doesn't act, seem, not that this should really matter, but it's not like he's, like, an old man like, he seems to just still be an, a high school guy, right. like okay. a kid. But
0: let, let me let me challenge that, okay? Because okay. Uh, <laughs> what makes an old man an old man? What? A walker. Exactly. Yes. Physic- <laughs> it, it, no, no, you, you actually really nailed it on the head. Physical. F- physical, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's the old body. The mind is still the same unless, you know, there's uh, external circumstances like, you know, dementia or uh, mm-hmm. or something like that. But his body remains the same age. So let's let's say he's 15, even though in the movie he has a fucking 5 o'clock shadow in in science class. Uh, He's like a 30-year-old dude. Um, So, yeah, let's say he's 15, 16, whatever it is uh, that he's supposed to be. Uh, That body stays the same. But age isn't just... Uh, the, the the power dynamic that's gross about, uh, like, me dating a 19-year-old isn't the fact that, like, my body is older too old for her. It's my mind is too old for her.
1: Yeah, yes. So... But his mind seems like a t- high schooler is what I'm well, saying. Well, that's
0: just bad writing, but... Uh, <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying is that he not just yeah you he, know he, he looks like a like a high school but he also okay, like well he actually that makes ta- it worse act like that, that actually man. makes
0: it worse. <laughs> Let me tell okay, you why like, because that means okay. not only is she dating a uh, a one uh, hundred uh, 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 year old man she's dating mm-hmm. a one hundred year old man child. <laughs> okay she's yeah. dating someone that uh never grew up she's she's dating a fucking peter pan who got bit by a vampire
1: people love this idea of like the the aging but really you're still the same type of yeah thing. it's
0: the fucking um, gross tuck everlasting shit and i'm, I'm tired of it
1: <gasps> i love
0: tuck everlasting yeah me too actually
1: um, we should cover that sometime. But, okay, um, but, but can I tell you though? But yeah, I understand. Before we yeah. go
0: on uh, talking more, uh, I will. I've been talking a lot of shit about these movies, and I want to say one good thing about them that I think. is Oh, good. Okay. There is one good Let's thing. Hear. Anna Kendrick, yeah. I think, is great.
1: Oh, I totally forgot that Anna. Ke- Anna Kendrick She's is plays even in such this, a but but yes.
0: small role, but every yeah. one of her bullshit lines she has to say, she fucking sells. And she's Anna she's Kendrick funny. is
1: amazing in general. Yeah, she's, she's just and also, really
0: good. And this is like before she became really Anna Kendrick, but like, yeah, uh, she's great. She was that's honestly to me, I was like, that's the only part of the movie that's good. I want to see more of Anna Kendrick being just like a dumb high school girl. But uh, okay. That's, that's all I have. That's all. Also, oh, just stuff in I have to
1: general, say. no one has got more work during the pandemic than Anna Kendrick. She literally is in everything. Yeah, it, it, she's, she's in so many movies that were made during the pandemic yeah. on Quibi, and then a bunch of Netflix stuff that came out. She's yeah on Disney it. Plus. Anyways. yeah. She's yeah.
0: She's a
1: hustler. Um, she's great. Um, she's a hustler. But um. Okay, but okay. One, can I say? Okay, no. Continue. I, I was gonna I, say one good thing, but I think we're gonna get to it.
0: Okay. No. 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 You, you say it.
1: I just think that, well, you can challenge me on this because your memory of it is going to be way more fresh, but I did like that towards the end of the series, Bella became more, I, I sort of, I mean, within the confines of this poorly written series, I think I liked I kind of liked her character development when she became a vampire. Like I kind of, she kind of became more badass. Well, I I mean, like I guess
0: it just like evens out the playing field. I guess uh, for like the power dynamic a little bit. But but like I don't know. There's uh, Bella's not also isn't like completely innocent either. Uh, She Mm -hmm. for the most part she is, but uh, there's like uh, like she kind of manipulates Edward a little bit uh, sexually. Like, uh, she, okay. she's, uh, when he's like, uh, uh, he's like, I, I don't want to have sex with you until we're married because, like, it's dangerous, you know? And she's like, well, right. I don't want to marry, I'm not going to marry you until you have sex with me as a human because I think that's hot. Ye- and he's yeah. like, well, I don't want to do that. And she's like, well, then I guess I'm not going to marry you. And I'm like, <laughs> that's kind of a manipulative move, too.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: In, in a weird way way i mean it's not nearly as sinister as some of the stuff he does but i don't think uh like i i I don't have to i don't think it has to be as sinister to still be noteworthy um
1: yeah for sure for sure
0: also Um, okay i want to take a quick sidestep from the story and we're kind of running out of time okay but uh that's okay i uh there's so much more i could say uh but
1: do you want to do a five part series on twilight oh
0: my god (laughs) we could we could do that. No. But I don't, know. we couldn't. Because no. the, the last movie, by the way, it should not have been two movies. It was, the first no. movie is like, half of it is just them getting married where there's no mm-hmm. conflict. And it's just yeah. like people like there for no reason. And, uh, right. and then they go on a honeymoon and they just like play chess. Yeah. It's.
1: You know, there's a lot of nothing that's really stretched it out. It
0: literally is just to make money. Uh, because Harry yeah. Potter did it, but Harry Potter's last book actually had like so much stuff going on that it made sense for two mm-hmm. movies. This one, the, anyway. Um, I do think that Edward is the main villain of this uh, okay. of this series, and okay. uh, because he's the danger to our main character Bella the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and he's the one that like emotionally abuses her the whole time and I think that they kind of missed a good opportunity for an actual good story here on that. I think that oh, yeah? I really do. I think it would have been very uh, way more interesting and you know uh if they, if they actually leaned into the fact that he's abusive because what is a vampire? A vampire is a monster. What is mm-hmm, an abuser? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know quote unquote he's a monster you know? Yeah. So what if they leaned into that? What if the the whole idea was that she, he's this hundred year old dude who like mm-hmm. preys on this girl, and she falls for it, and eventually she has to like overcome that. That's an interesting yeah. story to me. And then at the end, mm-hmm. he gets a stake in the heart. Everybody wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, also. Okay, sure. I forget. Was it uh, Breaking Dawn or Eclipse? One of them. Would they do like flashbacks? Uh, like, um, what's her name? Rosalie? Rosalie, the the blonde girl. Uh, she has a really cool backstory. And I was like, that's a, about like how, uh, it was kind of weird. She's like, I had this perfect life. Uh, I loved this guy. And then he, uh, abused and killed me in front of all his friends. It was perfect. Um, and then, (laughs) and then, uh, her whole story is she becomes a vampire and then she goes back and, and goes and like hunts down all those people and kills them i'm like that's like kill bill but with vampires that's a cool story so the yeah. the, the thing that, and this is like aside from the relationships but i just it did bug me that like they almost told good stories in a bad story and that was annoying to
1: me. yeah that is that is annoying to, to be able to observe that and realize that's not what their actual focal point is. Yeah.
0: Oh, also yeah. in the I think yeah, the last movie when there's like this big war even though there's like 30 people in this like snow field. <laughs> uh, it's like it's a a war that means yep. nothing and yep, yep. nobody really understands why. But uh mm-hmm. it, and like uh it like shows like um oh god what's his name I, I said it earlier the the dad uh of the vampires carlisle carlisle yeah no. like uh, it, yeah it, Carlyle. it shows like he got decapitated and then like uh yep uh like other vampires die and like the werewolves fall in like this like epic battle and then it just turns out that was just uh no, just uh just kidding that didn't actually happen it was uh just a little yep um what's what's her name the ballerina uh Vampire uh, just did like a vision of what could happen. That was real oh, that was real disappointing. I was like, oh man, this movie, this is like a cool, this is like maybe kind of cool for once. And then it, just kidding, it was all a dream. Okay. All of that aside, now (laughs) let's get back to uh, some other toxic traits about Edward and Bella. Uh, Edward tries to force Bella into an abortion that's fucked mm. that's pretty That's fucked.
1: messed up yeah and yeah.
0: look there is a part of me that can un- that can like try to understand it i get it because like is the, is
1: the part is it the part that I realized because the baby is so ugly and weird looking that you're kind of like <laughs> okay i get yeah, it
0: they, they, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he had they, foresight that what it's going to look like, and the doctor was like, "Ooh, this is some uncanny <laughs> valley shit." <laughs> it's a
1: freaky ass baby. Yeah. Also,
0: okay, uh, no, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself, but yeah, that's fucked up. I get that, like, it's because the baby was killing her, and mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, her body, her choice. That's mm-hmm. just okay. Get get over that. You, you've been on on Earth for a hundred years. You got to figure some of this shit out, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the thing. All of the stuff that he's done, he's too old to to get away with. If he yeah. if he was actually fifteen, I could be like, okay, uh, yeah, that was really <laughs> fucked up that he did some of that emotionally abusive shit. But you know, he's still learning. He's still figuring it out. He like life is long.
1: Right. Life has been yeah. long for him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's actually a good point to what you were saying earlier because even if he has uh, ostensibly the mind of a high schooler or whatever just because he's stuck in that body, he ha- he still has the luxury of time. He still has lived and, and, a life yes, a that, long that's my time. Whole, that's so, my whole
0: point. Like, that's, yeah. And that's the reason why like me dating a 19-year-old is gross because I've had that 11-plus mm. years of mm-hmm. uh, adult experience that they haven't had. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is a, and that's where it's like a gross power dynamic. Now, if I was, you know, forty-one and she was, uh, twenty-nine, that's less gross because she's at least had some time to mature mm-hmm. as an adult. Uh, and mm-hmm. then, so you like as you get older, that time period gets, you know, not as big of a deal. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's it's exactly that. He he he's had the time to figure all this shit, shit out. So uh, there's no excuse. Um, but yeah, so uh. There's one thing that was really gross for no reason. Actually, two things that were really gross about the birth of that fucking disgusting baby. Um, One. Can we just
1: give a really quick recap of why that baby is gross? Because it was so weird looking. Because it was computer. Yeah, the
0: whole the baby was entirely computer graphics. uh, It was completely CGI (laughs) for no reason.
1: It was alarming. Uh, And
0: they did like and like even by today's standards, like doing a human face is like a yeah. realistic human face is very hard and our eyes mm-hmm. are uh evolutionarily speaking we are adjusted to recognize faces so well that if mm-hmm. anything yeah. is off even the tiniest N- thing even the tiniest that you can really thing, quite pinpoint you know why, it's uh what yeah. we call uncanny valley because uh it's unca- it's uncanny it, it doesn't it it looks inhuman and the reason yeah, that we off. Uh, we evolved that way because uh, uh, many, many years ago there were different human species, uh, mm-hmm. and we needed to be able to identify them. Yeah. Um, I think I believe I read that. I just said that like as a fact, but now uh, because I just
1: believed it as because one.
0: I said it as a fact uh, without it, it fact is. checking myself, I'm I'm just gonna say that I think I read that. Um, okay. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Anyway. um, uh, Here's some weird things that happened, and then we should probably wrap this up and rate them. Um, with that birth, uh, they had to do a C-section, and uh, instead of using any knife, Edward's like, I'm going to use my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that? Why? Is, uh... Why would you do that? That's so, that's unsanitary. An oh, what were you, yeah, you don't want to use, <sighs> uh, should I get a steak knife? No, that's unsanitary. I'll use my mouth. Yeah, dude, that's so weird. That was unnecessarily weird. It's not romantic. It's not hot. It's not anything. It's just it's weird. And then this is the filthiest part of this entire series. I think is uh, it regards Jacob the werewolf. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is
1: the werewolf who, by the way, told bella about his werewolf history in a way like he was just telling a crazy story that happened to him when he was a kid and she just accepted it so easily <laughs> that part true, was yeah. hilarious to me yeah. that was so funny that she's like oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah okay anyway what are you I, doing fred i love what
0: i love it yeah i, I even remember what what he said uh it was in the very first movie <laughs> uh they're like walking on the beach and yep. uh i had to like stop i had to pause the movie because it made me laugh he's like uh yeah you know uh my people uh said to uh are said to have descended from wolves yeah and her response is like wolves <laughs> like real wolves <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm like w- yeah what else do you th- what do you mean L- that's the written like wolves? that's the written response that the writers yep. decide was a good was good dialogue yeah we're said to be descended by wolves like wolves yes like wolves,
1: wolves? <laughs> That that was their idea of her being incredulous, <laughs> yeah. which is what she should have been, yeah. what, but wasn't. So funny. Yeah,
0: I wish she was just. Oh, it would be so great if she was just like, <laughs> oh, "Okay, buddy."
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Um, but uh, uh, oh yeah, this is the most. This is the grossest part of the entire movie, uh, oh, a series actually. Um, so Jacob was there at the birth for whatever reason, and he <laughs> sees the baby. And what does he do? He looks at it longingly and lovingly because he imprints himself on it, which means that he knows oh, yeah. that he's going to be and he's going to fall in love with this now child. And then he goes on yep. to help raise the child. Yep,
1: yep. That is so so messed That's, up.
0: It, it, they did another love at first sight moment, but it was <laughs> an infant and a man. <laughs>
1: That was that's so crazy that I that got don't a green, like that 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 got the green light and they all decided that that was gonna be okay and fine, yeah that was pretty messed yeah. up.
0: Okay, so okay right before we edit them, uh, I mean um, rate. edit them uh, rate them yeah um I, I do want to kind of mention something that I think could be good about these books, uh in, okay. in a weird way and I want to mention that real quick and that's that. This is mostly geared towards teenagers, right? Uh, people mm-hmm. who are learning about love and uh, communication and relationships, love, all that stuff. And I think that maybe as parents to those teenagers, these movies could prompt good conversations. Because, you know, like talking about sex with your kids is weird. Uh, it, it may be hard to talk, to figure out how to do it. And like not only sex, but like relationships and stuff. So I think that like you could you know, watch these movies with your kids or, uh, you know, you could read these books with your kids and then ask your kids questions as a way to, like, introduce yourself into these topics. Like, uh, so do you think that it was okay that Edward tries to force Bella to stop seeing her best friend? And, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and like, uh, uh, do do you? oh, was it okay? So what do you think? Do you think it was okay for Jacob to force Bella to kiss him once just so that he could, you know, see whether she felt anything for him? Mm Mm-hmm let's let's talk about that. Uh, w- was edward right to make bella have an abortion because he believed the pregnancy would kill her? let's talk about it, you know? yeah. i think uh yeah. and i i mean like again, it's like kind of fucked up that uh is is a fucked up way to talk about the relationships, but i think it, it does uh, because these are geared towards teenagers who maybe aren't thinking that way. They're just thinking, oh, wow, he's so romantic and stuff. It is maybe good as someone who's, like, you know, lived through that, like, as a parent, a older brother, sibling, whatever, aunt, uncle, to be like, oh, cool. Yeah, so you, you like those books? That's great. So, like, what wh- what did you think of Bella and-, and Edward? Oh, I love them. Okay, yeah, cool. So, like, what did you think about, like, the fact that he just, like, would break into her room every night and watch her? <laughs> Oh, I thought. Oh, I think it was romantic. Okay, Mm -hmm. so why? What? What about that? Do you think is romantic? You know, like I think that you can like kind of empathetically begin to talk to them about that, and uh, without like ruining their book or their the thing they love, but also like talking about like why maybe that's not okay.
1: Yeah, I think that any opportunity that you have to use movies like this as a prompt for discussion is good i think yes. that there would be yeah i think that would be a productive way to would it be look better it. if they
0: just didn't exist sure probably <laughs> but uh but, but you, at the but very hey, least yeah that. the positive
1: change... spin is i think that's a good idea like i wish there were maybe there is i don't know i'm not a parent but if there were some kind of program or like resource uh series where when Movies and books come out that are geared towards young people. You could have something that that just that incites conversation, that prompts dialogue mm-hmm. about the content, Absolutely. so that you're not necessarily vilifying your children or your teens for liking it, but you could no. kind of get some insightful conversation mm-hmm. going.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, like it's the yeah. it's the same as like a- any any you know franchise, anything that like. Uh, that you like, and then, like, maybe one of the actors or directors or whatever gets canceled, uh, mm-hmm. and then you're like, well, now I can never, wa- uh, what, I'm vilified for liking that thing now? Like, yeah. Harry Potter is a good example. Like, uh, a lot of people are like, well, like, yeah, J.K. Rowling's a turf and fuck, she sucks, but I like Harry Potter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't think you need to be vilified for liking Harry Potter, but, like, yeah, just on, un- let's have a conversation about why what J.K. Rowling's doing is kind of sh- is, is not kind of shitty is shitty and you know and turf, so on, by so the
1: forth. way is a trans exclu- trans exclusionary radical feminist so someone yes, who pretty yes, much yes, denies the trans experience but yeah so yeah totally i think that you yes that, those would be good conversations to have at the very least that's the positive spin from series like this mm-hmm. is that you can have you know your fan base but then still be able to differentiate between you know reality and fantasy and what's healthy and what's not healthy etc yeah
0: yeah. Okay. So All right. uh I think we should rate this.
1: Let's rate and review. Okay. Uh
0: what are we get? so every time we rate and review, uh we review it out of ten, uh ten being the highest, one uh zero being the lowest, and Courtney and I each rate out of five. We add our scores up together, and that's what the couple gets a rating of. And okay. uh, just just for our own fun, we like to keep it a little interesting and have the tallies that we rate them out of be something related to the franchise. So what do you think? Courtney, today is gonna be out of ten. No
1: idea. Um, Moons. (laughs) No, that's sparkles. Sparkles.
0: Yeah, out of ten sparkles. Ten sparkles. Oh yeah. Fuck that. That's the worst. That's the worst part of the movie. No, that's not. (laughs) I liked it. No, the Um, worst part is the worst part is still falling in love with an infant. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so out of ten sparkles, do you want to go first or me?
1: Uh, I'll go first because I think I'm gonna keep it brief. Um. I mean, this is not a this is not a great healthy relationship. I think I'm gonna give them, uh, but you know, yeah, it's not ugh, it's not healthy. There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of red flags. I think that a lot of them are unintentional. That doesn't necessarily remove blame from them. But I think that we're, over the duration of the series, we're supposed to see the longevity of their relationship, and then they get married and they're together they do have like a commitment to each other that is i don't know kind of nice i guess this is just this is it's not nice but it's like
0: it's like hostage <laughs>
1: yeah that's yes. true my that's uh, true.
0: kidnapper had a lot of commitment to me
1: <laughs> yeah that's a lot true. of
0: commitment to keeping me from my friends and family
1: yeah and she was very young and impressionable when this all started so i'm gonna give them a one okay for chemistry (laughs) i think that i gotta give her some agency i mean i know yes she was definitely like uh
0: that's fair that's
1: fair influenced by him but i don't know i
0: i I agree with that okay so that's one sparkle out of five Mm -hmm. my review is going to be very similar so our in our last season we gave a zero star rating Mm -hmm. to from love actually mark and Juliet. Because they like basically didn't even know each other. <laughs> they,
1: there was because it was nothing. Yeah.
0: There was literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not gonna give Edward and Bella a zero mm-hmm. because they know each other.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the bare minimum. Because <laughs> they actually have been in the same room for longer because, amounts yeah. of time yes. than Mar- Mark and Juliet.
0: Uh, so. Uh, wow. That being said, yeah, How sad. Incre- it's it's incredibly abusive. This relationship. The Age gap is disgusting to me. Uh, (laughs) The fact that uh, he controls her and, like, ostracizes her from her family and friends is gross. uh, And, uh, like, he watches her at night. Uh, The fact that she, you know, uh, was kind of a little sexually manipulative and then uh, romantically manipulative and then every other kind of manipulative. It's all it's all to me. It's all bad. And uh, as I said earlier, he's the villain okay. of the story. So because they know each other, one out of five stars. <laughs> there uh, you f- go. One out of five sparkles.
1: Yeah, so there you go. So you got two out of ten sparkles overall. Great. Well, that we're off to off a, to a an start. interesting start. That those that, that right now, that's the couple to beat. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the couple to, ch- if you can do worse than them, whoa, well, I'm, I'd be very uh, well, surprised. But we still have a you whole season can. ahead.
0: Mark and Juliet did. Well,
1: that's true. They're the. <laughs>
0: you just have to <laughs> they're not the know gold each other. standard
1: of failure is mark and juliet yeah, you but just uh, have
0: to not know each other and you win <laughs>
1: yeah but uh yeah so that's our edward and bella rate rate and review live leave us a comment and let us know what you think if you're a twilight fan if you have anything to weigh in let us know and uh yeah make sure to follow us on socials instagram at rated x pod as we mentioned check out our patreon uh, patreon.com slash rated x pod we've got bonus stuff february and
0: has february is a special february, deal two
1: dollars it's a coffee or a donut um and you can follow me at courtney j gilmore on instagram
0: yeah and you can follow me at dct comedy on instagram and twitter
1: yeah, so thank you so much for listening. We'll see yeah. you in the next episode. And
0: Yeah, please, please do consider uh, looking at our Patreon. In these weird times, uh, these weird COVID times, it's kind of uh, the only way for us comedians to be able to make anything work uh, financially. And uh, it, it uh, to to all the people that have subscribed, uh, again, very much thank you. It's uh, mm-hmm. it really does mean the world to us. And uh, we'll be having a lot more content coming your way soon. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Until then, you stay frosty out there. Ugh. I love the ugh. (laughs)